All information contained in this podcast is general in nature and does not consider your individual circumstances. You should consider the appropriateness of this information with regards to your individual objectives, financial situation and needs. Welcome to Sharing More Than The Sheets, a podcast to help you and your partner make better financial and lifestyle decisions so that you can both focus on the things that you love. I'm your host, Michael Curry, financial planner, green thumb, husband, and just dad. Have you ever felt sick, fat, and tired? That is the question today that I wanted to talk about with Dr. Patricia Boulon, the um, author of a book that has that is literally called that. Why are you sick, fat, and tired? Um, Dr. Patricia Boulon is a certified functional medicine practitioner, coach, chiropractor, speaker, and author of this eye-opening book, which um, I, I came across the other week, which you know prompted me to contact her to invite her on to sharing more than the sheets. Um, doctor, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I love being here and I love sharing um, knowledge. And that's one of my missions is to share knowledge with people so they can make better decisions and how to move forward and have the breakthroughs that they need. So that's great. I'm glad to be here. That, uh, it's, it's an absolute pleasure. And, and to be honest with you, that's actually the impression that I got when I was looking at your book and, and reading through its contents, because it's it, it does take a special type of passion to not just come up with a title like that, but to to write a book literally on this exact topic. Um, can I ask just a bit about your like your medic your medicine background, your medical background, and what I guess encouraged you or prompted you to write a book like this? Wow, I think we're going to be on here longer than twenty minutes. Um, <laughs> but the reason, you know, uh, and I can answer that thoroughly. You know, I had um, a very interesting, weird woo-woo experience. Um, a friend of mine is a, was a VP for an insurance company, and she was in Boston. I was living in Boston at the time. And um, she said, meet me, and you can come walk through the venue. You know, everyone has, like, their networking station set up. And so when I went there, um, you know, bear with the story. When I went there, there is, she said, you've got to talk to this woman. And because this woman is, you know, uh, sitting across from this guy who reads palms. And I went, I said, and how does that, how do I factor in on that? And she said, well, this guy told her eight years ago, she was going to get married five times and she was going to outlive her husband's. And so she didn't believe him. And the love of her life, she lost him three months after they were married and she lost the next person after like, you know, when she, just before they got married and she stopped dating. And as the universe had it, they put her directly across from the guy who told her that eight years ago, she said, you're so good with mindset, you know, and helping people have breakthroughs and they're thinking you've got to go talk to her. And so, I went, okay, <laughs> I went and found this booth and she goes, and by the way, she told me, make sure you have your palms right. Cause he's very interesting. And so I went, oh, okay. So I went and told this woman, you can't give this guy that much control because we do that all the time. We give up our control and we give it or offer it to somebody else and you know, like let them have power over us. So I talked her into going to see this guy. She came back. She thanked me. I manned her booth, got her a couple leads. And then I got in line and had my palms read. And when I sat down, this guy doesn't know me, never saw me before. Um, doesn't know what I do or anything else like that. And I sat down in front of him and I put my palms down. So he asked to see my palms. And he looked up at me with this huge surprised face saying, oh my God, your days of healing one-to-one -one are over. 
And I was, I, he got my attention right from the get-go. So I said, what do you mean? Where do you see that? <laughs> and, you know, I go, now I want to know every line that he sees and what it means and things like this. So I had this conversation with him and he told me, he goes, you're going to write a book that can help masses of people have a better idea about how to be well and how to make better decisions in their life regarding their health. And I went, I don't think so. I'm retired. You know, I'm not doing this. I retired. I, I know this is like, I'm thinking this guy's just, you know, full of it. Yep. And so I, one night, you know, when I, and he plant, certainly planted the seed, I'm going, and I kept on saying, what would I, you know, talk about? And he also told me I had the ability that he has to be able to like help people intrinsically and on an intuitive level, which I do, you know, so I couldn't disagree with that one on him. And I can guess things with people sometimes it's like oh you had what did you have fried food for last night and they look at me like how do you know that <laughs> and so and I did that a lot in my practice if I had my hands on people I had a connection with my patient and my clients you know and holding their hands or whatever it was and so um you know the, the whole moral of that story is that time passes and one night I wake up and I went I know exactly what I'm going to write about I know exactly how to help people because if people knew where to start their health journey, they could make better decisions going along. Right. And so I decided, I go, I'm going to write a book of questions. And, um, and so I, I did, I had no idea how to really put that together. And I started researching things that I already had, because I felt like I already had the wisdom to do that. So I put together all these questionnaires that I had that helped me decide what organ system and what system in the body wasn't functioning properly that was taxing the immune system. And, you know, I put it in a logical order, made up this chart so that you could map out what your scores were. And a lot of this came from people who were my mentors and my gurus in my industry at the time, a lot of those questions and how they put their questionnaires together, you know, in modeling that type of thing. But then I, you know, and one day I did it and I asked people, I said, how much would you pay for a book like that? Well, how much would you, you know, like, and would you buy it? You know, and so as it had, I, my, that book of why are you, are you sick, fat, and tired was supposed to be published in 2018 in December. And I, I had a big problem with the uh, publisher who didn't fulfill his end of the deal. And so it didn't get published on just before COVID-19. And so, you know, everything, there's nothing by chance. And so this book coming out just before COVID-19 helps people answer those questions of why are or am I sick, fat, and tired, you know? And I had one person who was in my business group from Aussie, you know, from you down and land down under there. And who said to me, I'm not sick, I'm not fat, and I'm not tired. So why would I want to ever buy your book? And so I said, you would want to buy it because, you know, you know, if you're tired, you know, everyone knows that you, whether you pay attention to it or not, it's another thing. And, you know, if you're fat, you can kind of look in the mirror and get an idea or how your clothes are fitting you. Or do a body composition test, which will tell you what your internal fat is. And that's when you know, all of a sudden you see somebody who's really thin, like poof, die at, on a nanosecond. Uh, but you don't know if you're sick because sick mm. takes a while to like brew up. Like I said, most people that I saw in all my years of being in practice don't get sick until after they're 40. You know, they don't start showing chronic illness and disease. And it's because they've been wearing tearing at their body for such a long time. Wouldn't it be great? 
to put the brakes on that stuff, like before that happened, so it doesn't become a crisis and not put the cart before the horse and make going back the basics, you know, the new norm so that you have a foundation to actually work with. So if something does go on, you have something to be able to draw from. So that's a long answer, you know, an honest answer about how this book kind of started to come to be. And the title, you know, I was, you know, talking to my sister who is, um, you know, she's an, like, she's really good at, you know, editing, you know, she can find, why did you put the letter A there <laughs> and drive you crazy with like these red marks on it, you know? So um, her and I brainstormed the title. You know, and, you know, and then I put somebody else put in the question. I said, but the question is why not? Are you sick, fat and tired? You know, but the question is like, why you want to know why? Because when you know your why you can do something about it. And when you know who your why is in, in your life, then it gives you the impetus to like forge on and decide what your next best steps are. See, see, yeah, I, f- I find that I could really relate to a lot of what you're saying, because as a financial advisor, I set up you know, we work with life insurance for clients. And Mm -hmm. um, I just notice it as a trend that once somebody hits their forties, they're a lot more likely to have all these extra health issues than they did when you compared to somebody that's in their thirties. So Mm -hmm. um, it's, and and yeah, obviously as they get older, the more likely there are pre-existing conditions and diagnoses and they're on medication and all the rest of it. But um, it's definitely a trend that I see. And it's, I guess, and as a practitioner, when you used to see patients and used to help them with their health problems, what would you say is the biggest reason people went down that path? Do you think it's just neglect, um, thinking they're invincible? Um, do you think it's time? Um, or do you think they always thought they were doing enough? Well, I think people are misinformed <laughs> from the get-go. Um, and because you're not your DNA, you're, you are how your DNA responds in your environment. So there's three reasons why people get sick. People get sick, you know, because of trauma, toxins, and thoughts. And trauma relates to the birthing process. Nine out of 10 children who are born have some type of cervical damage. It's proven. It's a statistic. And I'm not making this up. That's why you go to a chiropractor and you get your kid adjusted right after they get born. And you get adjusted on a regular basis because structure is function. Pain is not a lifestyle. The second thing is, you know, if you keep on eating exactly like you did, you know, when, cause this is the part for the toxins, like your parents did, the thing is that foods have changed so much in the last like 50, 60 years is that, you know, an apple isn't an apple, it's a GMO apple, you know, and because they're, you know, they alter, they genetically modified these fruits and vegetables. Now they're trying to genetically modify the human race. And so they, you know, so that those toxins are important from the air that you breathe, the water you drink, the food that you eat, you know, the gardening chemicals that you inhale, you know, also like your cleaning stuff that you use in your house, you've got to read labels and you have to not only look at the ingredient, but you have to look at what's the side effect or the exposure to this specific ingredient, you know, because if it's cancer, you wonder why there's so many people have cancer. There's a lot of that that relates to those like toxins. And then we come to the third reason, which is really poignant because if you don't get a handle on your thoughts, you know, you will undo any good up to seven times what you do to fix the trauma and also fix the toxins, you know, in your life. And so that, you know, in the thoughts, you know, people get up at night, they can't sleep. Sleep is the third pillar of health. 
And just so that you know what the pillars of health are, the first is nutrition and diet, which you must have good nutrition diet, not, you know, the two different things under the same umbrella, because you can have a bad diet and still say, well, I've got a diet and that doesn't work. And then exercise and getting the appropriate exercise and movement. My second patient ever at 92 said to me, uh, Dr. Pat, if you don't move, you're going to die. You know, and then number three is sleep. Number four is positive mental attitude, that mindset and taking a look at like, how can, you know, if the world for people right now, the world is flat, the world is not flat, it is round. And there's a lot of possibilities out there. And being on top of your game really requires you to start off your day, hitting the ground running with that first positive thought, you know, and doing good, you know, doing good deeds and having fun. Um, and then the last part is the structure, function, and posture. If you don't have your body trained for posture, you see a baby walk across this, you know, or like not walk across, but crawl across the floor. They first start pushing their legs and that's to exercise. So we all have to have a muscle that we're exercising, you know, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and social. And so when you help people and you see that trend in people in their forties is because they just thought they were just like, you know, they just did what their parents did. You know, and it's, it's like, you know, like the little girl who asked her mother, why do you cut the end of the ham off? And, I, and after like really bugging her, she said, just go ask your grandmother, because that's how your grandmother did it. And when she went to ask her grandmother, her grandmother burst out laughing and said, well, it's because it didn't fit in the pan. <laughs> and so you have to like take a look at, you know, that whole big broad spectrum of that, you know, and, and, and the book, you know, uh, relating back to the book and for that just for a second, it's a guidebook, it's a workbook, and it's an advocating tool. So if you look at this, you know where your weakest link is, and you also know where your strongest link is. So you know what you've got to work with, and you know what your health pattern is, because not just one thing. Yes, yes. And, and I have noticed that because it goes, I mean, the, the chapters themselves are titled, you know, there's the digestive system, the detox system, the endocrine if I'm saying that properly, system, glucose, endocrine, <laughs> endocrine cardiovascular, emotional, immune, neuro, neurological, um, nervous system. Like it's, you. I mean, I guess it's like anything. It's all connected to each other in some way. And, and I find it really interesting that you do mention the whole mental side of things because, mm-hmm. um, you know, some study that I came across recently, I don't know if it's new study, but here in Australia, and insurance companies are very aware of this, but there's been proof out there that back pain or back issues are actually connected to mental health. And again, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know if it was credible research that I came across, um, but um, I have heard it a few times from a few different sources. Um, so it's, yeah, I guess in the, in there's, there's the old saying that, you know, a lot of it's up in the head and the, those that are positive, I find are sometimes more likely to be healthier physically. Would you agree on that? Well, I would, um, I would, it depends on what you, what you define as healthy, but the, um, I suppose, but, you know, and relationship to the mental health part of it, when people have, you know, w- when they're in that mindset of not being positive, you know, we know that the anxiety and depression and a lot of mental wellness is related to the gut. So if you're eating poor foods, then you're going to have more inflammation in your body. If you have more inflammation in your body and you have back pain, you're going to have more back pain. In fact, I tell people to always check in if they have back pain, what they ate the day before or what they ate for their last meal before, because that inflammation process can start up within an hour and a half, two hours after you eat. So it's really important, like not to eat sugar you know, stay away from white flour, you know, stay away from pasta and rice, you know, things like that, that, and, you know, and have it in moderation, like a a serving size of rice is only a half a cup. 
and mm-hmm. so is it for pasta. I mean, so, you know, I sometimes think, well, why bother? I just rather have more vegetables, you know, and, and, and over fruit because fruit has a lot of sugar in them, you know? So, you know, and I had a patient one time who was, you know, when I released him on that Friday, he was doing like he was in sync, he was on his game and he, him and his girlfriend um, went away for a romantic weekend and they went out and they picked, um, you know, it was plum season in Massachusetts and they went up to New Hampshire or something like that. And um, when he came back on Monday, he was in so much pain because I didn't do anything. I mean, seriously, you know, I didn't do anything to hurt my back, you know, and he goes, but it's like right where it was like, you know, in the middle of last week. And I said, well, what did you do? Where'd you go? You know, because people don't think about how they what they eat causes them to have mental health problems and and also additional pain or promoting a disease because what either you're fighting it or you're like, you know, or you're fixing it by what you eat. Food is medicine. And but anyway, so he ate plums. (laughs) They are so full of sugar, you know, and I said to him, you know, I said plums like sugar plums, you know, sugar plum fairies. He goes, Dr. Pat, I'm so sorry. I did everything that you did last week. And it was I just said to him, well, just fix it. Just don't eat plums. You know, yeah. and, and people don't understand how to like organize their food and they don't know how to eat. They never were taught, you know, of how to organize their food. So they have a strong immune system. And so, you know, you've got to take a look at like that mental health component. It's not, you know, like Louise Hay says, like, you know, people with low back pain, you know, that emotion that goes with it is fear of the future, <laughs> you know, fear of money, you know, some problem with money. I mean, that's like, you should hear that all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I, I need to know how to keep it. I need to know how to make it better. And I need to know how to keep it better. You know, so you have, you, you have all those reasons why that do it. Cause if you fix your gut, my uh, Dr. Pack quote, you can quote me on this. As I say, if you fix your gut, you change your life. And, you know, and because you, 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 there's this whole process that goes on we could be on here for like two hours, <laughs> you know, but I would love to talk to people about that because when they understand that they get the, the, like why food's so important and why the gut is so important to any part of your health and going forward, you know, and, and you also, you know, when you look at the genetic component of that, you've got to take a look at, at the family, right. And like, this is my family's propensities to have X, Y, and C. Well, what can I do? So I don't get it change Mm. your constitution, how you change your constitution is by your free will choice of what you put in your mouth and the quality of the food that you put in your mouth from the toothpaste, you know, that you use, you know, to the water that you drink, you know, and the water should be like a 7.2 and being hydrated because all those five pillars I mentioned before have one requirement for all of them to function really well. And that's hydration. And you made one other comment that I have a note on in um, that is like the questionnaire. I've been told that questionnaire represents an intensive questionnaire that your doctor should ask you about your organ systems and how they're functioning. If they did that, they would be able to target exactly where your weakest link is. And, but I have been told repetitively over and over and over again by hundreds of people, thousands of people that said to me, my doctors never asked me those questions. <laughs> and, you know, and so this is why you take, you know, you, you have to take accountability and your health and your control and buy something like this book that it's like, you know, why are you sick, fat and tired? You know, cause if you really want to make, you know, everyone makes health res- resolutions, right. You know, in new year, this is the perfect way to do that. Cause then you know where to spend your time, energy and your money and what organ system needs your attention now, not like, you know, five years from now, which will be a really bad experience. These podcasts have been brought to you by Better Financial Planning Australia. To book a free 15-minute phone chat, visit betterfinancialplanning.com.au.
Well, to, to be honest, I can actually relate to that, to, to what you mentioned about, you know, looking in the wrong place or not asking the right questions, because mm-hmm. I actually went and saw my doctor, no joke, about two weeks ago, just explaining that I'm feeling really down lately, really tired. And I said, look, can we just do a blood test just to make sure there's nothing going on with me? And um, he requested this blood test. I said, can you just request as many things as you can to be safe? He said, yep, no worries. Went and did the blood test and it came back all clear. And I went and saw my naturopath um, late last week and she asked for a copy of the blood test. I showed it to her and she goes, oh, that's interesting. He never actually asked to check your vitamin D, um, iron levels. It's like, it's, it's, he was sort of looking for, it's again, I don't understand the medical side of things, but it's as if he was looking for like major health issues more than something like that. Anyway, wow. went, went and did the blood test to check these things. And it turned out I've, it's um, I've got like 20% of the amount of iron that I should have in my body. So, uh-huh. so the question is how to get that back in your body. Right. You know, yes. um, because it's hard because iron just doesn't go through like heavy metals why it goes dropped through. in the first place as well. Well, you know, that's the why, you know, so you'd have to look at what your organ system is that's your weakest link. And you can get on a call with me. Cause I offer that in my book to be able to chat with me about what your results are. And we can talk about that, but iron's really hard to get into the system. So you have to like, almost have it like in an elemental version of, you know, in a kind of like liquid version almost to and be able to be more absorbable, you know, and looking at foods that have naturally have iron in them, you know, that you can eat that helps support that that's a whole nother like that's a consult <laughs> yeah of but, course. you know but the interesting thing that you mentioned is the blood work though and yes. the you know because when you know you go into a doctor most doctors just ask you say you know like michael by the way i love your name you have your name just rolls off your tongue you know it's just like it's, it's a beautiful name and but you know when you go into the doctor you know, the doctor asks you questions, you know, so if you had this book and you did it before you went in there, you could target very much more easily because I don't guess I test and this is my first test. And then I order blood workup, you know, because mm-hmm. it makes sense. It makes sense to me to do that. So that I know where to focus and he, in this day and time, you know, it's, um, you know, the consequence of not doing when he did a general blood panel, which doesn't show you anything except general stuff um then you know not do the vitamin d in this day and time you know it's just like he wasn't thinking and because that would be a a component for you too you know and if and then also doing those micronutrients and those macronutrients so you know where the calcium's at where's you know like what's going on with calcium what's going on with manganese what's going on with you know and and those other things um the manganese, by the way, is very good for the low back, um, especially with pain with B6. And so that kind of in that combination, you know, is really good also. So, you know, but you know, you're like in your naturopath, you know, good for her. And when I look at blood workup, you know, doctors take a look at it and they go, Hey, this is pretty good. Everything is within normal limits. Well, for me, that's not good enough. You know, for me, I look at, it's gotta be so in the middle of in normal, you know, that, um, that is, it's like right in the center because you can have high normals and you can have low normals. Yeah. Low normals are trending to go low and high normals are trending to go high. Why would you wait in God's green earth for them to get on either the high side or the low side? Cause then you're in crisis, you know, yeah. and there's so many things that you can do and homeopathic things that you can do, like, you know, for I like you know, in ways to get iron in your system too, but it's important to have it. And, um, Standard Process makes an interesting product for that. Like, um, it's a, it's called Fotil, and they sell it in, in Australia. You know, there's two, um, net, like a 
there's two people I'll give them to you after the show um, that are connected with Standard Process Mini Herb um, in Australia that produced um, some really phenomenal um, you know, supplements. And maybe your naturopath already knows of them, but I would definitely check them out. Yeah, nice, nice. And it's, it's uh, to, to me, this, this experience has sort of taught me to always listen to my body. And I think, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, and I'm assuming that's one of your strong messages as well, um, that anyone listening to this episode should listen to their body if they're feeling tired, if they're feeling sick, um, if they're feeling something that just isn't them, um, to talk to somebody to get it checked and not just ignore it because there's a chance it's not going to go away. Um, well, to me, it, I've, got, I've got three children. So for me, I thought I was just feeling tired because of kids. I was like, oh, it's just family life, dad life, work life, everything life. But obviously it turned out to be a lot more than that. And I would have uh-huh. not known if I hadn't done the test. Well, you've got to be in good shape if you have kids. I mean, period, because, you know, like ask your wife how, you know, birthing process was on those three kids. It's just like, it's exhausting, you know, and people go through the whole day and they don't realize that they're looking at the clock at noon, wishing that they could take a nap, you know, and so many people are depleted because they're not, you know, eating, you know, the, the kinds of foods that really support, you know, you to think better, feel better and move better. Um, you know, so, you know, and, and a lot of times people ask their relatives or their friends going like, you know, I've been really tired lately. They go, oh, mate, don't worry. You know, I've been tired lately too. I just take a nap now in the afternoon instead of going, well, why is that happening in the first place? Yeah. You know, and I was the, the student always in the back, the teachers hated because I would be in the back going, but why does that work that way? Like, how does that element, you know, especially in chemistry, which always was over my head, um, but why does that element work? that way I go how does you know if it molecular weight is x y and z why is that like that you know I was the y kid in a, in a, in a classroom um you know for that and luckily you know I got that from my father <laughs> I bless him for that part of it. it's like why 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 you know but it's important to take note of those things and not because I call that if you looked at the book at all I call it grim reaper syndrome hmm. and so grim reaper syndrome is when you get a sign and a symptom and you don't pay attention to it like people most people who don't have eye problems don't have floaters when they're younger, but they have them when they're older. Why is that? You know, and it's like, why, why do those things come on in Chinese medicine? I'm a Chinese uh, physician also, you know, that's considered stagnation. Something's like not, you know, like the energy in your body is not working properly. Yes. So things start to accumulate and we don't realize that, you know, and when we do realize it, then we're in the muck. And we have to figure out how to get out of it. And a lot of times for some people, it's too late. You know, um, you know, they have you know, a, a new diagnosis. They don't pay attention to those signs and symptoms. And they have things like, or they like have a mark that they're taking a look at. And they're, um, you know, and, and then next thing you know, they I have a friend of mine who just ignored something like that. And he has stage three uh, melanoma in his lungs now. Wow. I mean, it's just like, you've got to pay attention to what you think what you eat, you know, in your toxicity and your, and how to get out of inflammation because inflammation is the base cause for all problems. They, they said that the, med, the Western medicine people, you know, stole that thunder and uh, 2004 on Time Magazine when they said inflammation was the common link between chronic illness and disease. So the idea is where's the inflammation? What can I do to minimize it? You know, and you can do that first by what you eat. It always food is medicine and then looking at exercise and looking at supplementation and things like that. Okay. And if somebody's listening to this episode and they are thinking, yes, you know, that's, I am feeling sick, I'm sick, fat and tired. Um, you know, I could relate to 
uh, a lot of what Dr. Pat's saying. What, what would you say the first step is apart from getting a copy of your book and going through that process? Um, what would you say that that person should do? The first thing people should do is do the book. Honestly, it says, it says in a very long book, you know, and get the paper version and also understand sick is not like throwing up in the toilet. You know, it's just like, it's, that's, a, that's a night out, <laughs> you know, or food poisoning or something like that. I'm talking about, you know, not, not feeling well, not knowing why you're not, not feeling well, you know? And so after you do the book is to get the information from here and you can either make time with me to virtually chat with me about it. So, you know, and I can give you my bird's eye view about if it were me, this is what I would do. Cause I never tell anybody something I wouldn't do. I mean, that, that, that's always been a major Dr. Pat rule from, you know, day one, when I got my degree and I promised to help people thrive and do no harm. And but I would say, find somebody who can read that chart, find a, you know, functional medicine practitioner, or a lifestyle medicine practitioner that can read the chart that you put your numbers in and have a frank conversation with them. Like, why is this number like this? You know, and have somebody who can look at the whole chart and look at your pattern. Cause sometimes people go, oh, I have a high number in this. You know, sometimes I had people that I've had out of, you know, all the, you know, there's 11 um, organ systems and some organ systems have up to four categories in them, you know, have high numbers and almost everything above. And they go like, how do you know where to start? You know, and I always say, fix your gut, change your life. And, and you can't do DIY medicine, you know, and, and DIY medicine is dangerous. And because then what happens is that you end up having, you know, then you can end up, you know, doing more harm than good. And by the time you're figuring out you're doing harm, you know, it could be put you in a, a bad position. And that, but it's like knowing the basics and then being able to learn not to put the cart before the horse and think, and like, what's my next step ones and stop eating crap food and hydrating enough. Like for instance, the hydration point is in ounces. Cause I don't know if you're metric or not, but in ounces is 50% of your body weight. So if I weigh hundred pounds, I have to drink 50 ounces of water a day. If I hate drinking water, then drink it out of a straw. And then maybe put, you know, some lemon juice or some lime juice, you know, just to flavor it up a little tiny bit, but no sugar. And if somebody did want to get a copy of your book um, and get in contact with you, what's the best way to do that? Well, you know, you can get it through um, Amazon and I know you have Amazon and yes. um, down there. And uh, one of my reviews in uh, Australia, uh, top reviews is from Camden. It was really quite nice to see that. Also, you can, you know, uh, you can do Amazon there's digital version, but like I said before, I don't recommend the digital version because if you do digital, I don't know about you, but I know about me. It's like, if I start going, oh, I want this book, you know, and I get the digital version or the audio version of it, I don't listen to it until I'm in a space where I can do that, where if I sit in bed or sit, you know, on a Saturday and going, you know, I need to check in with what's going on with my health. This takes me after I read it the first time, it takes me about a half hour to do all the questions that are in there, you know, and then I get, you know, solid information. And then the book leads you to the next thing. What, what do I do now? <laughs> now that I have this information, what, what's my next step, you know, do now, you know, and, you know, there's so many people, I, I work a lot with people in the financial industry and with their clients. Um, so that they're, when they get to that point where they're supposed to be able to like really, you know, carpe diem and, you know, seize the day with their grandchildren and their, and what their future looks like, you know, I help them to be able to have the health, the wisdom, and to be stronger, have more balance and order and with wellness initiatives so that they're able to do that with their families and their loved ones. Yeah, that's, it's, um, 
it's the, the, I, I could definitely hear your passion when you talk, to be honest. And it's, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm not surprised you wrote a book about it, to be honest. Either, so, um, well, it's all that, that it was all that guy in the very beginning who read my palms. Cause I would never probably what, you know, it's just one of those like seeds that go along the way. Yes. And yes. having the right people. Yeah. Well, and, you know, but, or even it's something that probably would have happened, but it probably happened faster. I'm guessing because you sort of, maybe you realized it earlier than you would have naturally. Well, yeah, I wrote, programs, you know, I wrote programs and um, access, you know, for um, herbals, you know, like what's the herb, what's, what do you use it for, what their contraindications for and any special notes that I needed to have. And I did, a friend of mine taught me how to use access because the, they used it and um, they were financial people in Boston and they, and, I, and he had me do something for him. I said, I'll do it if you te- can get me to teach me how to do this. Cause I just thought this was a great way to, to put information so I could look it up like that, not thinking I would ever share it with anybody. Um, but, you know, it, it was a good experience, like having that background, you know, with that. And then also the exposure to like markers that you look at, even in your industry, like, you know, why does, why is that anyway? Why is that over there? And so there was a question why again, right? You know, it's, it's my, it's my, will be on my epitaph, you know, why? Why? <laughs> why? Uh, thank, thank you so much, doctor. I really appreciate your time. It's um, uh, whoever's listening to this, if they haven't stumbled across your book, I'd really recommend that they do have a read of it. Um, and one last thing with all my episodes, I like to finish off with a dad joke. I don't know how big dad jokes are in the US, but um, why? where do pirates go to get their hooks? Well, you know, I have to say that I saw that someplace about a while ago, but I don't remember what the answer is. Uh, they get them from secondhand stores. <laughs> <laughs> that is cute. <laughs> that is really cute. Yeah, I mean, oh. it's, it's one of those ones that sort of um, doesn't take too much thinking. But I mean, lately I've been dropping some dad jokes that, most people aren't actually even getting. So that's what I really know. They're dad jokes, but it's um, yeah. <laughs> oh, like, oh, cause dads know those answers like yeah, that. Right. Pretty much, pretty much. But pretty, no, thank you again. Thanks a lot. You know, you have such a really beautiful energy, you know, and I'm, you know, I can just feel your passion for being a great dad. Yeah. No, thank you. I really appreciate it. And again, and thank you for your time. It's um, it's been an absolute pleasure. All right. Super. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us on Sharing More Than The Sheets. Please make sure you subscribe to be updated with future episode releases. And feel free to share this episode with any friends or family that you think it might benefit. Please visit us at sharingmorethanthesheets.com.au to submit questions or requests for future podcast topics. These podcasts have been brought to you by Better Financial Planning Australia. To book a 15-minute phone chat, visit betterfinancialplanning.com.au.